0: Business, the construction industry's innovation and technology show.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Sahi Flato. He's the uh, CEO and co-founder of Skyline Cockpit, a startup offering a tower crane, teleoperation, AI monitoring and autonomous driving system. Zahi, um, thanks for joining us again.
0: Hi, thanks for inviting again. Good seeing you.
1: Yeah, last year you were a guest uh, on this same podcast as the CEO of Contech, which helps the Israeli construction technology technology startup ecosystem. But now you are heading a startup of of your own. Can you tell us more about the background of Skyline Cockpit, uh, why and how it came about and why you're uh,
0: doing it right now? sure so let's start from what we're doing and this is very simple we're just bringing down the operator the tower crane operator back to the ground now think about it we're in 2023 is there any reason on earth for an operator to climb 100 meters every morning spending 10 12 hours roughly over there eating his lunch over there doing his business over there just doesn't make sense anymore it's uh you know it's an historical thing or you might say a historical mistake but that was you know that was back then i don't know 100 years ago there's no need for that anymore and um uh skyline cockpit is a spin off of uh the biggest tar crane company in israel called uh skyline these guys owns about 250 uh, tower cranes of their own. They operate a couple of uh, hundreds for, for the largest GCs in uh, in Israel. And uh, they uh, had that idea a few years ago and developed that internally within uh, the corporate. And here we are.
1: Okay. Yeah, very good. Yeah, definitely. Somebody said that the, the tower crane is the... The most recent in innovation in construction in, in over 100 years. So probably, <laughs> now you're probably true. <laughs> yeah, you're now, now you're reinventing that as uh, as as the second step. So um, as I mentioned, you have a uh, you're using so, s- several technologies. What kind of technologies uh, are you using, and how do they come together in your solution?
0: So, you know, I, I think we spoke about that uh, previously. My basic uh, attitude is that you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. So we're using uh, technologies from other domains, such as defense, automotive, uh, which has a lot of similarities to the, uh, to the construction industry. And it's a combination of automation, teleoperation um, and robotics uh, technologies. Um, so basically the system includes, it depends on the, on the, on the type of the crane, but it, it includes between five to eight uh, different uh, cameras and a lot of other uh, sensors. So the basic setup is that we're creating like a 160 degrees uh, panoramic view, like creating the same view that the, uh, the operator has upstairs, uh, the same and, and much, much. Uh, much, much bigger because it covers um, a bigger uh, area and it covers all the, the dead spots, the dead uh, areas that the operator over there just can't see. Um, now, on top of, of that, we're broadcasting augmented reality, which includes the radius of the operation, of the, of the, of the current uh, radius of, of the crane itself, of the hook itself, and a landing point which predicts the point that the load is going to meet uh, the ground, which enables to, uh, the, the operator to, to work in a more safe and precise way, and obviously a uh, quicker, uh, quicker way than in the other, um, other, other way upstairs. Um, in addition, um, he has a PTZ camera, which he can zoom directly to the, to the load itself, inspect the crane itself instead of you know uh, the inspection that he should do and you know to be to be completely honest in a lot of the cases they don't do that during the, the climb in in our case he can inspect the um the the nuts and bolts and other uh, parts of the um of the crane uh during a regular morning check and the uh, the system will not able him to start and operate the crane before he gone through that list of uh, inspections that he need to, to do by by law so that's in a in a nutshell what we're doing
1: so is this something that you can add to any existing crane or does th- the crane has to have some special uh, capabilities
0: already oh so, yeah that's uh, that, that's a that's a great question um, where, for instance, in our own yard in, in Israel, uh, we took an old Patein crane, a machine probably between 40 to 50 years old uh, machine, and we've turned it into a, a modern robot. So just think about taking an old uh, Chevy and turn it into a Tesla. Um, <laughs> and it, this is what we do. Um, so, you know, we're um, we're an aftermarket solution. If you're, you know, if you're familiar with the, you know, with the automotive uh, industry, it's, it's an aftermarket solution and a retrofit solution. So basically we can connect to any type of uh, existing uh, tower crane. And I think that's one of our strengths because it's, that's our DNA. Our parent company deals with tower cranes and they, you know, they're familiar with the with most of the of the, of the types of taro cranes and we have that knowledge internally and this is not trivial, believe me, like the, there's a lot of types, a lot of technology over there um, and we already done a couple of uh, challenging cranes.
1: Hmm. Okay, so uh, one thing that I, I would like to know a little bit more about is how the op- actual operation, the operator is operating the crane is he or she it's still using the same kind of like uh uh, i don't know what what kind of uh sticks they have that uh, or or uh joysticks they they use to to uh operate the crane or is it already doing something without actually me having the manual
0: control uh over the operation so our basic attitude is that, you know, and, and I faced that, uh, in, in my period in contact, um, implementation of the technology is the most challenging part in, in, in construction tech, probably in other domains, but I'm, I'm familiar with uh, with, with construction and, uh, hands, you have to keep it simple and you have to keep like doing baby steps. So basically. We're imitating the surrounding of the, uh, of the cabin over there, just on the ground. So he's got two joysticks um, similar to the joysticks that he's got over there. Um, just you know with, with a couple of additional uh, additional uh, uh, features on top of of these, uh, of these um, joysticks. he's got the screens. It consists of three 55-inch uh, screens uh, that stitching together a panoramic view. And he's got uh, a chair, the same chair, the same operator chair that they put over there just to give him a good feeling that he's still operating, you know, a big machine, uh, a significant big... A dangerous machine. He should get the same sense and the same feeling when he's operating that from the ground. Because you know, we could have given him like an Xbox control, and he could do the same job. But well, we believe this is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an evolution. You need mm. to first of all get the, the person to the ground and give him the same feeling as. The same feeling, but supports him technology-wise with you know taking decisions and ADAS. I, I will speak about it later. Uh, uh, optimizing his oper- operations, but the basic feeling should be the same because it's the same person.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I I would imagine that over the over time those controls have developed and evolved so that they are pretty good already. <laughs> for doing that job so otherwise they wouldn't use
0: them (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so obviously we're using like heavy-duty joysticks and and Mm. high-quality heavy-duty but uh, but basically Mm. it's 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 the same it's the same joysticks
1: yeah so now we are moving the person from the tower from from upstairs to to the ground which makes sense as you said so how does this solution increase the safety and efficiency or productivity of the operation?
0: I think, first of all, the guy is not exposed to high accidents anymore because he's not climbing over there. OK, so, you know, from, from basic is, is much more safer than, uh, than, than previously. Then his visibility over the job site is much, much better no blind spots, uh, not to speak about the ADAS, that ADAS technology that, uh, that is shortening the load trajectories by using swaying, the swaying of the load itself to optimize the load cycle. So that's a, an, an algorithmic um, technology that we've added on top of the basic uh, technology. Um, so speaking about savings, we know that we save at least one hour in just in shortening the, the cycles. And that's without taking into account the, the additional hour that it takes to climb, you know, in average, 30 minutes to climb up, 30 minutes to climb down. And in a lot of the, the cases in a lot of the job sites, the job site is just waiting for the guy to climb over there. Um, and I think maybe the most um, interesting aspect and, you know, thinking forward, is that? Have you climbed a, a crane, Arnie? No, no. Did, did you no. have that? So no, I it's, haven't. Um, it's 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 a tough working uh, working environment, uh, mm-hmm. and you can imagine yourself that after two hours, three hours spending over there in winds, in extreme weather, that operator is not operating in the same the same uh, situation, at the same mm-hmm. um, uh, productivity and efficiency as he was in the morning. In our case, he's just getting into, you know, into his seat. He can have his coffee. He can go to the toilets. He can make a five minutes break and it's, Mm. it's okay. He can, uh, he can stay at the same level of focus and precise and work, you know, after nine hours, he's still okay which is not the situation over there. And, you know, bear in mind that the the tower crane is the is the bottleneck of, of your job site. And it's the most precious resource in your job site. And when the operator is upstairs, it's like an, an enigma. You don't know what's going on there. You mm-hmm. just don't know. Mm-hmm. Whereas in our case, the project manager, the job site manager you can walk into the Control unit, feed the whole job site. Speak to the operator. Speak to the rigger. The rigger can get inside and speak to the operator. It's a completely different situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I would also imagine that the safety of the the people who are who are near the the uh, uh, on on the job site. Uh, also improves because now the uh, operator has a better visibility over the side. You can see if there are any dangers lurking on the side, uh, much easier than than, than than
0: than traditionally. Yeah, definitely. And and again, he's got that PTZ camera which he can zoom into the load, see the rigor. You can see that how well the, the 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 load is connected to the you know to the to the chain. It's a completely different situation today. They have to count on the rigors, which in a lot of the situations speaks different languages. You know, completely different, different people, and in, in a lot of the cases, the communication over there is, is pretty bad. Mm, yeah.
1: By the way, I, I remember uh, hearing about somebody, some operator who who became seasick because the crane was waving. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So um, you already touched on some of the um, some of the challenges you had with uh, with the technology and implementing it on uh, on existing cranes, but. What what has been the most difficult thing for you, in in the development?
0: That's uh, so you know. First of all, um, the part of you know creating the same, um, the same uh, surrounding for the operating for the operator, like imitating the, 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 the feel of mm. of, the, of the crane. Um, just to give you an example. When we started with the first users, they said that the sound is missing for them.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: in a lot of the cases, they speak about uh, a sixth sense of, of the operator. So he knows like, you know, when you're driving, when you're driving a car, you're driving a lot of years, you know, you got like a sense of what will happen. It's the same over there mm-hmm. and they don't hear the engine. They don't hear the the crane itself. Um, So what we've done is putting microphones upstairs Mm -hmm. and a speaker on the the seat itself to give them the feeling, the sound of what's going on upstairs. And surprisingly enough, it took a few days and they said, take it out. I don't need it anymore because the current technology you're giving me the cameras, the PTZ camera, the augmented reality, the parameters that are over there on the screens, that's okay. Mm. So it takes a few days and they get used to it. And believe me, they will never go upstairs anymore. Never, ever. (laughs) We've seen
1: that. Mm, Yeah, that's always a good sign when the user said that I will not go back to the way it was. (laughs) No way yeah that's very good um, well I don't know how if there is a lack of good operators uh, in, in in general there is a lack of uh, workforce in in the construction sector but how, as you, I understand that you don't actually have to learn a lot of new skills to operate it in this way but what about the skill set is it is it uh, how, how long is the learning curve, and uh, does this open perhaps op- opportunities for others ha- who have not been uh, in the in the crane operation, uh, uh, let's say, profession uh,
0: earlier? So I I I am separating it into uh, short term and long term. Mm. You know, in short term, we believe that uh, that we need um, experienced operators to start with. Okay, and get again get their feedback, and uh, and get their confidence in the in the system. And in this case, it's it's quite easy. It takes uh, two to three days of training. Uh, I'm speaking about a seasoned seasoned um, operator, and they can operate the system. It's it's straightforward. It's it's very easy. Then, you know, speaking about long-term, we've got a huge problem with, you know, with human labor in in construction in general, but specifically in uh, speaking about operators, just, you know, a fun fact, the average age of operators globally is nearly 60. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's no new young people getting into that profession. They just don't want to. And it's not a matter of money. Because they mm. earn well, but the mm. ones who want to climb every morning 100 meters and spend 10 hours in a dungeon, that's a dungeon, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, so there's no, there's no new labor uh, going mm. uh, to, to that profession. And I believe we're, you know, kind of reinventing that profession, turning it into a, a tacky one where, uh, you know, every youngster that plays his Xbox uh, will be able to, uh, to work in this profession and get paid well and work in a, in a nice environment and getting into, a into, a uh, an industry where we all know you'll probably get, uh, work for the rest of your life. So, you know, there's a, there's a plenty of work for, for crane operators. Yeah. 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 So I believe we're uh, yeah. reinventing that.
1: Yeah. Th- that, that sounds plausible. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, by the way, now that you're doing this in a controlled environment, you have uh, all this technology, can one operator actually operate more than one crane? So
0: technically, the answer is, is yes. Um, so we can connect the, the control unit to several uh, cranes. But then there are two questions. Uh, the first one is the utilization of the cranes themselves. Mm. Uh, but you know, probably when you're speaking about the multi-crane side, full five um tire cranes, um, there's no real need for five operators. No way. Mm. Like they, they never work together at the same time. So probably mm. on the five crane job side, you'll be good enough with three operators. Um uh, so yes, there is a big saving in uh in, in labor. Uh then obviously there's also a, a question of of regulation, but uh, but you know it's different from from geography to, to geography. Uh, so the answer is yes, this is completely possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't talked about the the pricing of the product. I, I understand that it's still early days and you're piloting and so on. But uh, uh, what kind of uh, payback period would we would you uh, uh, see in the future for this technology
0: so basically our plans is, is to work with distributors companies such as our parent company skyline so mm-hmm. these are rental um, rental uh, tower crane company mm-hmm. and for them it's the you know it's a f- straightforward selling because they sell the crane itself on they're not selling the crane, they're renting the crane. Mm-hmm. Um, so our model is similar to, to tower crane, uh, OEM. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll rent the, um, the system, uh, for, for a monthly, uh, uh, payment. And then, you know, it's either going to, uh, connect to, to continue with, the with the next project or coming back to
1: us one one thing that about the technology that interests me also is that now now you're having the operator on the side of course on the on the site, but uh, theor- theoretically he could be anywhere <laughs> remote uh, doing remote operation or is that does that make sense
0: yeah completely um, just to give you an idea we demoed our technology from Nice, France, Miami, Denver, Colorado, operating in a uh, in trade shows with a control unit, a real crane in, in Israel, thousands of miles over the web with <laughs> no latency. Okay? okay. And it worked completely well. So they, they, they operated and they had like a video call. With their mobiles, and it was completely real time. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, uh, technically, it's working already. Um, currently, we're working uh, with um, with fiber optics on the um, on the connection from the crane to the operating unit uh, itself. Uh, but it's possible to work on uh, on the web over the web. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you you said or uh, mentioned these. Uh, you have had some demos. You had a, you held a demo days in Northampton, UK. Uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit more about that experience and what kind of feedback you got from that
0: uh, event? Yeah. So uh, we've got a, a partner, a distributor in England called Radius. It's a it's a tire crane company based in uh, in Northampton. Um, so for me uh it was it was a great experience because because i got a good uh a good feeling of of the customers and it's it's different to speak you know to speak and to see the reaction of people seeing a a real a real demo and the interesting thing was that we had a bunch of uh, ex-operators uh which turn into managers health and safety managers operation or 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 machinery uh, managers and these guys worked on the job site as operators for for many years so they know the feel of working upstairs uh, but at the same time they understand and you could see their reaction um, which was very good and they they understand the potential of of using that technology in their um, in their job site um and and the, again the feedback was very very good um specifically over there uh we believe that there is a there is a good uh, potential for uh for uh british uh, british gcs to turn their uh, side into more you know automatic uh, automatic one
1: yeah yeah well i based on what i've heard uh from you now, I, I think you're doing a re- remarkable thing here. I, I, see, <laughs> I see a great future for your, for your company, but what, what are your next steps?
0: So currently we're, um, uh, we're building our distribution uh, uh, channel. So if there are in the audience, any uh, potential distributors, uh, tower crane companies, you're more than welcome to, uh, to connect us. Uh, We're doing that specifically right now in Europe. Um, We're about to start in the the Nordics uh, pretty soon. Uh, We understood that there is a good potential for technology in the Nordics because of the uh, extreme weather. Mm. So we know that when it drops down to minus 20, Celsius or more than that, uh, operators are not going upstairs anymore. No, no. you know, uh, they're not spoiled, but they're not going upstairs Mm -hmm. in, in these temperatures, uh, we can enable, um, a continuous job site, continuous operation of the job site using our technology. So this is, this is not nice to have. This is about operating your job site or not operating your job site because of the, of the, of the weather. So I believe we can be a, a game changer, a real game changer, um, over there. So that's yeah. our um, that's our next spot.
1: Okay, very good. So um, so if our listeners really want to uh, contact you, how can they do that, and how how can they find more information on on your uh, Skyline Cockpit?
0: So that's uh, easy. It's uh, our website is. Uh, SK S-K-Cockpit, dot com. S from Skyline Cockpit, and on my LinkedIn, obviously. I'm, I'm yeah. there, always.
1: All right. Sahi, uh, this, this has been a really exciting uh, discussion. and uh, I, I really feel, as I said, that you, ha- you are doing something really game-changing here, <laughs> and I um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about you and hopefully seeing your technology here in Finland as well.
0: Same here. We'll, um, we'll be there soon. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to this podcast and visit aec-business.com, the award-winning blog, for more news and stories.